Welcome to Another Here. Tabletop role-playing podcast. This is the first episode. That's Burke jingling in the background. Burke will jingle sporadically he does throughout jingle. these episodes. <laughs> Why are we calling it Another Here? Because we wanted to call it Anywhere But Here, but that was taken. It was a hundred podcasts called yeah. Anywhere But Here. And, and the more I thought about it, it felt really cynical. So we're calling it Another Here. Mm-hmm. Because I really like the idea of going to these different universes and different uh, stories and timelines and adventures with you. I think that's really fun. Well, we'll I... bring other people along sometimes, yeah, but some it'll the... mostly be with you. Some of the suckers to carry our bags. <laughs> my name is Gregory Aikman. And I'm Stephanie Chadwick. Who are you? Other than my husband. I am, we should introduce ourselves. I am your husband. I am an artist. I'm a writer and podcaster, uh, not like that, and <laughs> a comic and a theatre director. Yeah. I am partially or wholly responsible for Chaotic Adequate, Masterpiece Bookshelf, Cage Fight, Better Bible, Sam Neill Experience. I think that's about that would do. Right You've done a lot of stuff. But yeah, what about you, Stephanie? I, Tell the good people about yourself. I'm your wife. Yes. I currently work at a board game store and I do a lot of RPGs and talk about RPGs all day. Mm. And um, it's become a really nice hobby of mine. We have decided to do this. Why? Why are we doing this? We are trying to play as many RPGs as we can. Particularly because... Just before we started recording this intro, you went around the room and counted. I did. We have 24 RPGs <laughs> in, in our possession right now. In this room. In this room. Yeah. That's not even all of there them. There could be more. I didn't even count all the ones online. And we want to play all of them because these are all really great worlds that we get to inhabit for a little while and really great stories that we will get to tell. And if yeah. we don't play them, we won't get to experience those. Exactly. And we've played very few of them so far. Yes. Because you get, and I imagine everyone, anyone who's listening to this, I imagine has at least five RPGs in their possession. Yeah, if they're listening played. to this, there's going to be, they have downloaded at least at least five. Yeah. There's a few things we'll be doing. Firstly, most importantly, and quite selfishly, this is a podcast designed to encourage myself and Stephanie to work through all these RPGs. Mm-hmm. Secondly, and this is kind of selfless and near heroic of us, (laughs) one of the main barriers between people and playing their RPGs is no matter how many friends and family members you've got, getting like five or six people together to regularly interact in this way, it's not easy. Not many people can afford that time. And we're in the same situation, so we're going to look for as many two-player RPGs. Yes. We're going to try and focus on two-player RPGs and mm. sometimes even solo RPG. One thing I really want from this podcast that we're doing yep. is to have a thing where people can listen to the first bit of it and say, okay, I have a general grasp of the rules. Mm. We're not going to read them verbatim because we want to encourage people to buy like the RPGs from yeah, the people yeah, who sell them. So we will talk a bit about the game and how we liked it talk a bit about the rules and then we'll also talk we'll also go into a bit of actual play 
hopefully you'll join us on our journey and uh, by the end of it all we'll all have learned a lot and maybe maybe grown as people (laughs) so the first game we're playing i'm gonna run we're gonna take turns running these rpgs yeah so the first one is business wizards yes we're gonna play business wizards and i'm gonna run it Mm -hmm. and um i've played this one before with some of my coworkers, and it was so much fun when I played it with you, it, yeah. it was even more fun. We'll speak to you guys again at the at the end, but for now, enjoy episode one. We are playing Business Wizards today. This is your pick, Stephanie, uh-huh. which means you are the Game Master or the Game CEO. What's the Business Wizard leader called? This one actually has a revolving DM. So we will both take turns being the project manager. If you're playing this with somebody who's not comfortable being a DM, you can just take over as project manager and dish out the tasks to everybody. Mm. But since you are a well-established dungeon master and I am, or games master, and I am, I've done it a lot, (laughs) um, we're going to take turns. So we'll each have a turn being the game master, but we are working for the same company. Are we anti one another or are we... No, no, we're definitely working together in this Excellent. Business Wizards by Nat Mesnard and Patrick Watson and Ninth Level Games. This RPG uses Ninth Level Games' Polymorph System, which is an award-winning rule set for TTRPGs like The Excellence, Cobalt Ate My Baby, Pigeons 11, and Nancy Druid. Polymorph is an easy-to-learn, rules-type system, which means each player is assigned only one polyhedral die to roll with based on their role in the game. The Game Master never rolls, and you will never need to do any math. We will be managing staff Mm -hmm. with our magical staffs. (laughs) This is more or less just puns, and it's wonderful. I was going to say, I get the feeling this game is going to be pun-heavy. Mm-hmm. Hey, listener, if we sound a bit bamboozled right at the start, it's because we've just got in from going down the road to pick up two turkeys. No one needs to know about the turkeys. Everyone needs to know about the turkeys. We've got three turkeys in that fridge. It's too too many turkeys. (laughs) That's the next RPG we're going to play. Too too many many turkeys. turkeys. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to play Business Wizards, and we have some very pretty... What are these character sheets? Character sheets. Well, this is called a resume. These are our resumes. This is how we're going to build our wizard. Okay. Bizzard is what they they call. Bizzards. Bizzards. (laughs) But we're going to create a resume for our bizzard. Business Wizards is played over the course of several scenes where you and your friends at the table embark on quests through the pun-heavy halls of the realm. In this world, powerful wizards have capitalized on their magic and placed themselves in seat of major companies, distributing spells and incantations across the land. No prep is needed for this game, and it encourages you to make your character at the table during a really fun, prompted interview process. Bartholomew? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he a cat wizard? Yeah. Was he not a cat wizard before I said cat wizard? It doesn't matter what order things happen in. You'll choose which role you take on the team, and that will determine which die you roll in the game. The school of magic you attended and what you majored in will decide what words of powers you have available and influence the spells you are able to cast. You'll also decide what department you are in and what your secret edge will be. To be honest with you, I'd love to be a go-getter, but I just love working on a team with people, and I like to make sure we stay on target. Okay. 
So that means you are going to choose the D10, and you are going to be the manager. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bartholomew's moving up in the world. <laughs> when you roll to accomplish something, you will roll the die granted by your job and determine what action type you're using. You'll be aiming for certain numbers instead of trying to beat a determined limit, meaning someone rolling a different die might be more likely to succeed at different tasks. When you fail at a task, you will take stress to one of your skills. When they are full, you are sent home for the day and only participate remotely. We need to create a company very quickly. We're Can the I suggest? Same company, aren't we? We're at the same company. Can I suggest um, bring spells? Uh, you don't even. You can't just suggest that. You can go right ahead bring and spells. confirm that. And it's going to be. What do we sell? We sell spells and spell accessories in really fun tubes. Bring spells. Have you got a pring in your step? It's like spring in your step. <laughs> pring? Pring. Okay. Pring spells. Pring spells. The yes is silent. So we work at pring spells. So you've created your business wizard. You are... Bartholomew, the manager who went to summoning school majoring in night magic at uh, London Metropolitan. My words of power are ghosts, undead, and trade secrets. And my secret edge is the jingle fish. I am Mark Pringspells the Third. Are you like the owner? No. Oh wow. I'm his third son. Oh, oh, you mean nothing. He just named us all Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Dynamo. Oh which wow. Means I get to roll a d6. I am optimistic, motivated, and eager to participate in anything and everything. The ultimate yes wizard. I am from the College of Evocation called Harvarium. Lovely. And I majored in sky magic. So evocation. So they evoke things like throwing lightning, generating heat, or sapping life force out of an enemy. It is way more practical and damaging than silly old conjurations. <laughs> And my words of power are lightning, thunder, and TED Talks. <laughs> I am from, I am in the department of um, IT department, which stands for Intern te Tentacles. My secret edge is the acts of internet connectivity. Ooh. Thank you. We're going to start playing Business Wizards. Business Wizards. Yes. So it encourages you to be a bit silly. Okay. And um, I think we can do that. Obviously using lots of puns. So this is best played with a, what they call an agile shifting GM role. Players will share the company's stories with each player taking a turn as the project manager. We're going to play through a couple of scenes mm -hmm. as the project managers. So it starts with a team meeting. In the conference room, identifying the quest and perform a SWOT analysis. It's That's a term I definitely have learned. Special weapons? Attack? Tactical? SWAT is an S-W-O-T. Oh. Swords, Wizards, <laughs> Ontario, Tarantula? <laughs> no, it's a... Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Yes. Sorry, my 20 years of retail experience has blocked that out of my brain. <laughs> Your job now isn't full of those sorts of terrible <laughs> no, <it's> people. <laughs> Once you've created your wizards, the players will attend a board meeting and perform a SWOT analysis, where you all brainstorm using every business pun you can imagine. You decide what the timeline is and set an actual timer for the game to last. This makes it really easy to split up the time each player spends being the project manager. 
instead of having a traditional game master, everyone at the table will take turns being in charge as the project manager and delegating tasks to the members of the team. So what does success look like and what's our timeline? First question is open-ended, but for the second question, the visitors should pick a specific clock time when they'll begin to wrap up the game. And we're going to set a timer on our real world phone. Right. So okay. you want to be able to play this in the allotted amount of time that you want to play this. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. So you can play it for hours if you want to, if you're having fun with it. You can just make it an hour long session, which I really love. Do they have a recommended uh, length of time for a session? It does. It says uh, user experience studies suggest that most people can only take about an hour or two of business puns before it starts to get them down. I agree with that. <laughs> If you've never done a SWOT analysis before, no. A, bless you, my sweet summer child, and B, don't worry. <laughs> um, I've never done a SWOT analysis. Hey, get ready. Let's do it. So we're going to draw our SWOT map. Okay. Oh, God. I am having flashbacks, for this, real. Uh, is, is I remember the SWOT you? maps. We're going to pretend we have a whiteboard. We don't. We just have more post-its. Fair enough. Um, so it looks like this. You've got strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. To answer this, think about your characters and decide what you have going for you as a group. Uh, your positive abilities, resources, and experiences. These can be intangibles. We are very brave. We have a great working relationship. Or we are well-oiled fighting machines. Or tangible, such as... Muscles. We have a cat yeah. on our team. Or we have the acts of internet connectivity. And so, the jingle fish. And the jingle fish. So we can write what our strengths are. And whenever we take an action that's listed in the strengths quadrant, you have advantage on that. Nice. What are some of our strengths as a team here at Bring Spells? Well, we react well to change. There's got to be a simpler word for that. Um, sorry, muscles. I don't know. I'm in the IT department. I don't know if I have good muscles. I'm a manager cat. I have great muscles. So many muscles. I'm going to write so many muscles. Mm-hmm. I'm very agile. Agility. I'm going to write nepotism. Yes, that's a great strength. I've got a prehensile tail. What's Cats that? don't have a prehensile. No, I ha I have. Oh, okay. I'm going to write tail. Yeah, okay, just stick with tail. I'm going to put P, tail. Okay. Ew. <laughs> All right, I think that's good. So many muscles, P, tail, agility, and nepotism. Perfect. Perfect. We're going to go through the stars. So, so good. We're going to list some of the obvious threats that our company has, either within the company or real world, like something that is happening physically to the company. Okay, let's uh, let's crack on with this. Perhaps so, too many muscles. <laughs> Almost too many muscles. My tail um, is covered in pee. <laughs> list any obvious enemies your company has has list worldwide conditions curses or issues that pose challenge i don't have opposable thumbs i think this is for the company oh so what weaknesses does our company have it's got a logo that runs very close to copyright infringement okay it's a great design it's just problematic people can't reach the spells that are at the bottom the spells just aren't the same unless you fork out for the spell dip as well yeah, we need to diversify. Spalsa. Spalsa. Yeah. <laughs> Product diversity, we could say. We've just been selling these tubes of spells. Yeah. For uh, how long have we been in business? At least 40 years. Four? 40. 40 years, yeah. Pring Spells has been going on. 
I've only been working here for four years. I don't know how long you've been working here, but the company itself, 40 years. 40 years, yeah. I've only been here for five. Okay, longer than me. My father, Mar, brings bells. He started this company yeah. a long time ago with Four. his father, Ma, brings bells. They just add an extra letter <laughs> each generation. <laughs> okay. And his father before him was just, hmm. Mm. Is, your, is your son going to be called Marky? <laughs> <laughs> Product diversity. Yeah. What's a real, like, tangible thing that can be... Buildings falling apart. Oh, no. Yes. I'm going to say building safety. Building safety. Due to all the muscles that are inside. Too many muscles. Just too many. So, we're going to list some of our team's weaknesses. What's a weakness? What's the difference between a weakness and a threat? A weakness is things about our specific team's abilities. So, too many muscles is one of them. How is too many muscles a weakness? Intimidating. Sit down for a business meeting when you've got too many muscles. You won't get you much done. You can't cross your arms. You can't cross your arms. Okay. How will you show gentle displeasure? <laughs> so, what are our group-wide problems? Do we have any skills that are missing? Um, do we have debts? Um, Huge debts. Huge debts. Yeah? Yeah. We keep on getting sued from other companies for copyright infringement. <laughs> I'm going to say father's disappointment. <laughs> we don't have an HR team. We do. We're just, we didn't include them in this meeting. Oh, yeah. Because they're narcs. So what are some of the opportunities we have? How do we win today? I beg your pardon? It says it right there. How do we win today? Have you had a job where people speak like that? Yeah. Have you had a job where people give each other clicks in the morning? No. That I... I did once have a job at a sunglass kiosk where there was three employees and we were all teenagers. No. One teenager, one 40-something-year-old who worked at the Renaissance Festival. Mm. But the owner, who was very weird... Had to stand around the kiosk and visualize money flowing into the register. Why? Because he was crazy. And probably hugely in debt because of the sunglass kiosk. And and because his best idea was visualization. If that's where you go, it's it's like getting all your stuff together. Okay, today we're all going to pray really hard that someone walks through that door and buys a sunglass. Next time I'm going to do that. The next time I go to work, I'm going to do that. I'm going to say, hey, let's gather around. Let's visualize all of these board games leaving the <laughs> store. <laughs> Legally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Legal. Because <laughs> uh, is visualization like like wizard, like making it's a wish? It's not wizards. With, is it like <laughs> getting uh, a genie to grant you wishes? Do you have to be really careful with mm-hmm. how you phrase it? Okay, so, so threats. No, no, we're doing opportunities. Sorry, opportunities. So what looks like a success to us? Having our enemy companies lose a suit to us. Maybe we can sue them for copyright infringement. So winning lawsuits? Winning lawsuits. Okay. And spells. Every day is an opportunity for more spells. Okay. So maybe new product. Well, I've had an idea for a new product that we could do. Okay. But again, let's, it, let's table that for a minute. It runs close to copyright. We'll circle around. It's called Speak and circle Spell. Around? Circle back. We'll circle back to that. It's called Speak and Spell. Okay. How does that work? 
Well, the, you type in something to the machine and then it says it out loud, but that is casting the spell. Or sometimes it just says a spell where you have to say what letters are in it, but it's already said it, which casts it. So oh. if it's going like, we're going to teach you how to cast this spell. Are you talking about one of those little lever things? No, you know the speaking spell, Tori. Yeah, it had the lever. Did it lever. have a lever on it? Lever, Le- yeah. Did it, oh, lever. Oh, <laughs> on the side i thought you were saying leather and that's a fun thinking. way to use like like wild magic if you have a wild magic search you have to you would be wild it would well. be so and everyone mm. would want to use that okay those are some of our opportunities we have winning lawsuits and new products yeah i'm gonna put development we need one more i think well i've got an quests. idea for a video game console a spell cast amazing because it attaches to the internet before that. Maybe your team can get on this. I, I think that would fall under the new product development. These are basically the quests that we're going to go on. These are going to be the the things that we're trying to achieve. Do you want to do nepotism properly as a quest? Because your dad doesn't respect you. No. Do you want to try He and, likes Mark the second the best. Do you want to try and not get rid of Mark the Second, mm-hmm. but elevate yourself in your dad's eyes. Make nepotism work. I think we're all done. So now that we have created our characters mm-hmm. and we've attended our first SWAT meeting, we're going to leave the conference room. I'll send you an email with the minutes yeah. and we'll... And I'll pretend I have any in, like any intention of ever reading that. <laughs> we'll pick this up tomorrow. Okay, good, good, good meeting. Good <laughs> meeting. Could have been an email. <laughs> So when playing Bizzards, mm-hmm. we're going to take turns describing an action that you are contributing to the current quest. Right. We should pick two from our opportunities. As the project manager, would you like to go first? I think you should go first okay. as project manager, if that's okay. Since this is an RPG, we're just going to be telling a silly story about mm-hmm. wizard capitalists. When you are directed to roll, you're only going to roll the one die that you have set as your role. The rule of thumb with this and the polymorph system Mm -hmm. is you're going to roll whenever a failure could be interesting. Okay. So that's when we decide when we're going to roll for something. When you take an action and it might be interesting if you fail or succeed, you're going to roll for it. Since we're doing a revolving project manager, if you fail, I will describe what happens. If you succeed... You describe what happens. Amazing. Yeah. So there's four action types on your sheet. Mm-hmm. There's ideate, perpetrate, liquidate, delegate, and your secret edge. Nice. You're going to roll against these kinds of, kind of like your skills. Right. If you need to make a roll on your turn, it's usually because you're doing an action. So this is a mechanic that I've seen in this system and a couple other ones. The dice have the ability to explode. I beg your pardon. They might explode. You didn't say anything about that before we started. It's, it's wizards, baby. I haven't got any gloves on. What you're going to do is if you roll the highest number that your die can roll. Ten. In your oh! case, would be a ten. You wasted that ten. Unbelievable. I rolled a five. Okay. I still have a six. You didn't waste anything. Yeah. If you roll the highest number that your dice can allow, you get to re-roll. So it explodes into another roll. Oh! Mm-hmm. oh. oh and you add the, 
results together. You will have advantages and disadvantages. The most common advantage is when your action is one of your team's strengths. The opposite side of that is when it's one of our team's weaknesses. So anything to do with muscles mm-hmm. could be a strength or a weakness. Depend. We. I think we can. I think we can figure. We it can out. work out yeah. which is which. I think too many muscles would affect our agility. Yeah. And maybe endurance. But if you need something, so if you have too many, up, too many muscles, you can't go for very long. Really? Like yeah. I mean, how would I know? You're super, super muscly. I am super muscly, but I've got the perfect level of muscles. So my agility. <laughs> I'm like a stealth ninja cat with muscles. I, I hope that's our first fan art is Bartholomew with too many muscles. Barth- Bartholomew with Sorry, too Bartholomew. many muscles. Sorry, Bartholomew. I apologize. We also have the ability to cast spells. It could be something like a breath weapon. It could be a cantrip. It could be a hex. Um, your spells are only limited by your supply of spell pages. Casting a spell never requires a roll, but it does require the approval of the PM. If the PM accepts it, it is granted. To cast a spell, you're going to write the effect of the spell on an available sticky note and stick it somewhere visible to the rest of the team. Spells allow a wizard to take the spotlight. They can be used for many things, but should primarily be cast to take narrative control of the game. Your spells should be inspired by your words of power. Gotcha. Remind me what your words of power are. Ghosts, undead, trade secrets. Trade secrets. Mine are TED Talks. So I can <laughs> I can give a TED Talk. Wizards may take stress in situations, because, you know, that's life. Baby. And <laughs> that's life, baby. So one thing I'll notice about this this book is it is really small. Mm-hmm. I really like it because it fits in your bag. Nice. It fits in or your pocket. briefcase. Because business. It's... And it doesn't have any, like, trigger warnings at the beginning because this... Because there aren't any. There aren't any. Which I, I like, but I always like a, a trigger warning at the beginning of a book. I always like the acknowledgement of, hey, these are role-playing games and people might get out of hand. Here's how to handle it. Okay. I really like that. Not necessarily a trigger warning of, hey, here's the contents of the book, yeah. which is always good. But I like a, here's how to deal with handle yeah. these make-believe problems that are becoming real. This game is great for two or more players and can be played in an hour or more. You can find Business Wizards at number 9, com, or your friendly local board game store. Now let's play Business Wizards. Meowzma! Welcome to work, Bartholomew. How are you? How are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm roaring and ready to go. I am ready to do some hardcore business. Well, I am the project manager today, and I've taken a look at the board that we need to look at every day. Meowza. Is that your catchphrase? Yeah. You trying it out? Yeah. I like it. And I really think that we should work on uh, getting some new products out there. We've had the same tube of spells for decades and i really want to impress my dad hey you've come to the right kitten cat because i am up to my muscly neck with ideas i can get these products out like i can get you an idea right now i could probably sprawl off eight ideas off the top of my head meowza i think we should probably talk to the um product development team oh uh, yeah probably they're, they what, are better what are some ideas you have i've already told you about the speaking spell speaking spell is a good one yeah have you heard about the um spelsa spelsa yeah it's like complimentary spells to go with the pring spells so you take a pring spell out of the tube if you dip it in the spelsa 
the spouser will sort of like make the pring spell slightly more powerful, more potent. Like imagine you got a love spell. It'll turn it from a love spell to a love spell. Or if you've got a uh, luck spell, it'll turn it from a luck spell to a good luck spell. Because you know how tricky spells can be and you go, I want a luck spell. And then it's like, here you go. Bad luck spell, baby. Meowza. <laughs> you can see meows after everything. It's... it's Bartholomew's Okay, phrase. I like the Catch the spelser. Yeah. I like the spelser. Is that a goer? I think it might be. Let's get a prototype of this. Let's okay. get a prototype going. If you don't like that, I've thought of a tool called the spelchula. <laughs> spelchula? Yeah. It sounds too much like belch. I don't think anyone's going to go for it. Imagine a spatula. Okay. But instead of spatuling, it's spelchulings. Okay. What does it do? <laughs> opens up the opportunity for spells i think you're not looking hard enough if you can't find opportunities for spells okay let's let's go with the spell let's go with spellsa for now i really think that if we had a prototype to bring forward to the ceo okay we'd have a better shot of it succeeding okay so i need to speak to the product team prototype making outfit department product development team i think okay yes let's head on down there Okay, I'll manage the heck out of them. Okay. I'm a manager. Meowza. So we're going to head down to the product development team. Yep. Now, this floor is what I'm... This is what I'm picturing on this floor. Mm. It is a bunch of cubicles, but they're like clear cubicles. Okay. And they all have different like experiments going in each one. Nice. Because we got to try different flavors of spells. Can we find a cubicle with someone working on red? On red? Yeah. Yeah. Something red. Yeah, there's a tiefling creature who is all red meowza let's go to the tiefling. all of the decorations on his desk are red okay tiefling yes i am bartholomew management i've got a question for you yeah what you working on right now i'm working on good old red right would you be able to pivot that red into a new product called spelsa he picks up the product that he's working on and throws it over his cubicle into the next cubicle. <laughs> Surely that's got to be a role for something. What, the the guy picking up the thing? No, um, I think that would be maybe a role for you to see how you... Um, Manage it or do How you delegate this. So he picks up his whole workstation. Yep. Like the whole tray of his, his red and he throws it over his cubicle. Meowza! I love the cut of this guy's jib! He is ready. All of his attention is directed at you. He says, what do you need from me, boss? And he pulls out his cardboard box of ingredients. I need the relevant ingredients and red to get some spell enhancing ability to make a spell more potent and better. Spelsa. Spelsa? That's what it's called. Spelsa. Okay. Meowza. He says, you got it, boss. I'm going to need you to roll for delegation. So on your thing, Mm -hmm. you are rolling a d10. Got a d10 in hand. Instead of a normal, like, you are trying to hit above this number to succeed, you are trying to hit your target numbers as listed on your sheet. So Mm -hmm. you are trying to delegate, which means you want to either hit fives, six, seven, eight, Nine. That's fifty percent of this die. That should be yeah. should be doable. But if you were the innovator and you only had a D four, rolling be... a five would be impossible. So how would you do? Oh, you'd have a buff. You would give that to somebody else. 
Okay. You would give that to somebody else, maybe use a spell, or you could use your secret edge, which has four as oh, an option. Right. It would be unlikely, but you could. I'm going to try and delegate them. Okay. You I rolled a four. four. That is not enough to delegate. Okay. This unnamed worker, because you didn't ask his name, looks at you and you said, okay, so you need a red spell. Got it. And he starts mixing all of his stuff together, and he hands you back a paste of red. He says, here, try this out. He hands you a fresh tube of Pring spells. Okay, let's take out one of these Pring spells. What's this one say? Here is my woodwork spell, which in theory should make me excellent at woodwork for approximately an hour. Yes? That looks right, yeah. If I dip it into this spelser, this should make me phenomenal at woodwork, like wood mason level, uh, with no repercussions. Okay. Because obviously a wood spell, sometimes if it goes terribly wrong, could turn me into a wooden cat. He is a tiefling. He's very, he's like the color red. And he was very pale. And he says, you got it, boss, and gives you finger guns. <laughs> Meowza! I'm ready! I'm no Johnny-come-lately manager. I manage by leading the way. I shall eat this spell myself. <sighs> Woodwork me! Okay, um... Did it work? You honestly can't tell, because there's no wood in this office anywhere. Is there any wood anywhere in this office? I think some of the desks upstairs might be made out of wood. You could go try it out on there. Okay. Are there any wood tools up there? You might want to try the supply closet. Okay. Supply closet. They generally have like some... Woodwork tools? Yeah. Maybe a whittling kit? Maybe not a whittling kit. I don't think they usually keep those in offices. (laughs) (laughs) But they have like a hammer and nails, just in case somebody crashes through a desk. This is true. As you do. Meowza, let's go to the supply cabinet and the wood desk floor. All right, see you later. The guy takes off his lanyard and sets it down on the desk and then just sits there and stares. (laughs) We are going to go downstairs to the supply closet mm-hmm. we get you out a hammer and on this floor it is the it department which is where i usually am so i'm able to find a wooden desk for you thank you you're very welcome here's your wooden desk okay what are you gonna do with it i am gonna turn it into a boat should be easy with my spouser fueled woodwork spell so as soon as you hammer down it just splinters and kind of explodes that is not very meowza you sound like inspector gadget <laughs> I was trying to figure out what meows it sounds like. <laughs> but is this a failure of Spelser or a failure of that tiefling? Seems kind of like an explosion. Is it me? Is it the Spelser? Is it the work? I think maybe it's because you asked for red. Did I use the wrong word? You didn't use many other words. I was excited about the color. So, so I was keen on the red. it's very clear that work. the red Spelser did not work. Do we need to try Spelsa Verde? Yeah, yeah, we can try Spelsa Verde. I'm not ready to give up on Spelsa. Do you want to head back down to the... Uh, back down! Give me someone green. The, what was it? The product development floor? We need a greenie. You look around and uh, you see someone with lots of leaves in their hair. Ah, the perfect specimen. So we're going to head over there? Yep. Excuse me? Yes. My name is Bartholomew, manager from the management department. May I ask your name? Eros. Hello, Eros. I don't often come to this floor, and I must say it's it's very exciting being around. You people are the very beating 
heart of Pringspells. I've got a very exciting idea for a new product. I wonder whether you might be able to help me get together a sort of prototype for it. It's called Spelser. Okay, tell me more. You know our main product, the Pringspells themselves? Mm-hmm. This would be a sort of magical spell enhancer. We're thinking it should be green. Okay, I can make a green spell spellser. enhancer. So spellser okay. verde this would be. Okay. Do you understand? Okay. I'm sorry, I don't mean to patronise you or speak down to you. It's just the last person we spoke to didn't understand it, which was on me. So I want to make sure that I am being clear. Okay, so you want a green spell. Enhance. To enhance any spell, spell. Any spell. Yes. So you if, got it. If I come up with a woodwork spell, if I dip it in here in the woodworking, okay, then it would create a very good at woodworking woodwork spell. I think I got it. If I have a love spell, it will turn into a love spell. Okay. So you you don't want a love spell. You want an enhancer. I want a spell enhancer spell. Okay. Okay. It works for all spells. And it's green. And you want it green. You got it. Meowza! <laughs> I think we should have given you a stress. I totally forgot about it. So I rolled four. You didn't hit your target for mm. what you were trying to do. So you are going to take stress in any of these. Krabby. Okay, so you now <clears throat> have stress in Krabby. So am I going to roll to see whether I can delegate again? Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Yes. Five, six, seven, eight, or nine. Come on. That's a three. Oh dear. The first thing you're going to do is you are going to take your stress in whatever thing you want. Existential. So now you have stress in two things. That means if you're going to either liquidate or ideate, you'll be rolling disadvantage. What spell are you going to take out? Listen. This will enhance any spell. Would you mind trying it out for me? You want me to try it out? Is that okay? I think we hire the interns for that. I don't think There's this is... There's an intern. There's so many interns. Okay. I want to summon an intern. Intern materializes in front of you in a puff of bluish smoke. Hello, bluish intern. Hi. What do you need? Care for a pring? I guess. <laughs> he takes one out. What does it say? This is a levitation spell. Dip it in this spell severde. Should enhance the levitation. Yeah, all right. He dips it in, takes a big scoop of it, he eats it real quick. Starts to levitate about a foot off the ground. He he seems like he's still in control, like Mm. he just cast the spell levitate on himself. Okay, well this is... That was so tasty. Can I have some more? Take another one? Takes another bite of it with the levitate. What happens? He goes, mmm, that was really good, thanks. Okay, so work up. I forgot her name, what was her name? Eros. Eros. Yeah. A couple of things. Firstly, the Spalser Verde is delicious. It enhanced it so well, didn't it? Hang on. I feel there's been another miscommunication. <laughs> By in- I always thought they were a bit too salty, so having a little bit of spice to go with it is such a good idea. Let me try to explain this to you again. I want the spell, the spell's power enhanced. He pulled a levitate spell. Yeah. I want him zooming up into the heavens. I want him a a levitate spell enhanced into essentially a flying spell. Instead, he's our foot off the ground going, "Mm," which is great for a dip, not so good for a spell company. (laughs) 
Okay, well, I could try again. Yes, please. Do you understand what I'm at this time? Do you think you could maybe pitch in and help me out a little bit? Certainly. Like, maybe I can help make it taste really good and I can help make it not dangerous, I think. But maybe if you could come over and help me, yes. that'd be yes. awesome. Okay. I don't mind rolling my hands up. What is what is your secret edge? Maybe you could use that. I'll tell you what. What What is it? I've got this jingle fish. It's a small toy fish with a bell inside. If you succeed in making the spell Severde just as delicious but much more useful at working, you can play with this for a little bit. Jingle jingle. That does sound really fun. It's pretty meow, sir. I will tell you, I've got like five minutes left on my shift. What? Quickly. So what are you going to use? Are you going to try and delegate and get them to do it themselves? Are you going to help them out? Are you going to... I'm going to help them out. Okay. So that might be perpetrate. Perpetrate, yeah. But you Um, only have... Yeah, that seems very low odds. Yep, but I've been rolling... You could try try delegate again because that is your highest odds, I think. Okay, I'll try to delegate and get someone else to help them. Can okay. I just summon loads and loads you of You do interns? have your spell. You have your spell cards. So you can't just cast a spell to make right. it work. So you would use your words of power. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Uh, excuse me, Eros. Yeah. When you need help, is that because you're perfectly fixed to make this spell, but you don't have enough time to do it on your own? It would make like three or four versions of you to make it within five minutes. Okay, right. I am going to use some trade secrets I've got to do a little bit of magic and duplicate you four times. (gasps) So there's five of you for the next five minutes to help you complete this task. Do I write down the what the spell does on here? Yeah, you can write down like duplication or something like that. Duplication. I like it. (laughs) I like that you put an exclamation point. And I just put that somewhere. Yep. Okay, I want to cast duplication. Okay. Do you want to cast it? Meowza! (laughs) Okay, so she... Yep, she doesn't, like, split. It's not gross. It's like, poof, and now she's got five next to her. She looks around, and her eyes get really big, and all of them give each other a really big hug. She's so excited. Mm -hmm. And then they all start chatting away and working on this spell. They give you a small bowl of the brightest green salsa you've ever seen Firstly, the color, love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Intern? I'm still standing right here. Oh, thank you, thank you. Down you go. <laughs> now, take a pring spell. He takes one out of the tube. What does it say? This is a uh, ice breath. Okay. Spell severde, dip. He scoops it up. Eat. I hope this tastes as good as the last one. Crunch. How does it taste? It tastes really good. Ice breath, not me. Ice breath, the wall. Oh, you want me to ice breath? The, the wall? Ice breath, that, that. I want to summon a second intern. Okay. And it, yep, there's a second intern. Ice breath, the intern. She goes, what? And then he throws his ice breath on the intern and it freezes her instantly. Me. Ow. Eros's magnificent work. Yay! Where do we get this prototype to? I can pass that to my department head. See, what did you want to call it again? Spelsa Verde. Spelsa Verde. All right. Can I unsummon these interns? I don't like looking at them. You can just tell us to leave. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, you can leave, but what about old ice block here? She'll thaw out eventually. Yeah, fair enough. 
Can't yeah. push her over while she's split into loads of pieces like in Terminator 2. He goes, huh? Oh. <laughs> he walks away. <laughs> Marvelous. To the business meeting. I'd say that was pretty successful. I think very successful. Yeah. So we're going to go back upstairs. Are you going to carry her on the bowl? Yep. Okay. I think we're done with that. I think we successfully created some new um, new products. Done and done. Yeah. So, do you want to work on winning some lawsuits? Let's win some lawsuits. Okay. We've got two different companies currently trying to sue us. Okay, so now you have taken control as project manager. Yes. So you're going to win some lawsuits for us. I am from the IT department. I don't I'm know from if management. I... management. I'm no good either. You managed pretty well back there. Yes. And okay. I think you will manage pretty well in the courtroom. Shall we go to the courtroom on the fourth floor? Oh. You know what? I keep forgetting that we have our own courtroom. Well, we, it's easier. Yeah, let's let's go. Okay. What, what case am I defending right now? I'll let the judge tell you. Okay. Your Honor. Hello. Mark Pringsball's third presiding. Presiding? Is that... Does the judge preside? Do I preside. preside. You I'm sorry. Preside. Listen, I'm sorry. We again have had a potato chip company file a suit against us, telling us not to use the name Pringsbells anymore as it is too close, particularly with our logo, with your logo, it is too close to their own design. They are threatening to sue us if we do not cease and desist immediately for 57 billion Earth dollars. We could just redesign the logo. We could. If you want to be, they're not potato chips. Sorry, they're definitely not made out of potatoes. So, are you proposing a countersuit to say they're not made of potatoes, and therefore they should, if they stop being a potato chip company, that would mean their current lawsuit they're filing against us would fall down because they would have been representing themselves falsely. No, I think they're misunderstanding that we are a potato chip company because we do not make potato chips. Oh, we make. Spell. spell chips. Spell chips. Yeah. Could you please prove to me that it is a spell chip and not a potato chip? I don't have the resources to put this through a lab analysis to show you that it's not made out of potatoes. But yes. I do have the people that make them right here. Where? Can you summon arrows for me? Summoning, 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 boo. Summoning, summoning, there. Summoning, 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 boo. Summoning, summoning, here. Eros appears. Eros pops up. Hello. Hello. I am Judge Rubicon. You have been summoned before me to explain why these pring spells are not in fact potato chips, but are in fact spell chips. Okay, so I think that might require a roll for me. Definitely will. Roll a d6. Alright. That is a six. You successfully delegate, so presumably... You're to tell me how you delegate it. I'm going to pat Eros on the back. I'm going to be like, you got this, bud. You remember how well you did with that spell, sir? You remember when that happened? Yes. That was so good. Oh, thank you. You're doing the Eros place. Yeah. That's cute. I do remember. <laughs> yeah, I sure had fun with those other four memes. But they all disappeared. But such is the game of life we play. You need to tell oh. us what... You should be Eros, really. Shouldn't no, you? I think you're not. Because you're the one. You're the project me. manager. 
But this means I do all the talking. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's no good. You can do it. You do, Eros. I need you to tell them exactly what these chips are made out of. Tell me about the chips. If you don't, we owe a lot of money. 53 billion Earth dollars. Could you... Could you stop interrupting me, Judge? I am trying to hype this guy up. I can't. Just let me flow for a minute. Okay, I will pass the mic. What up? <laughs> you got this, Eros. She puffs out her chest and she walks up to the stand. She goes, I'll tell you exactly what this is made out of. Mm-hmm. She puts her hands over her head and does like the rainbow sweep. Magic. <laughs> I'm not sure that's enough. Do you have one of these magic chips on you? No, they don't pay me enough to be able to afford them, so I don't I don't buy them. I would need to see one. If She looks around the courtroom. If one of you can acquire one of these pring spell magic chips for me to look at, perhaps taste, we will find out whether or not you can win or lose this suit. I'm going to use my spell. I'm going to okay. use a spell of mine. What spell are you going with? It's going to be called Ted Talks About Magic. So she takes out a thumb drive. She pulls that out of her ear because that's where she keeps it. Puts it into the computer nearby Mm -hmm. and it projects a full Ted Talk. It's a video of her talking about how it is made out of magic and only magic. The judge is absolutely dumbfounded. Obviously, it's a spell. The spell works straight away. Spell works. I can't contest and that. It is, that sounds so wonderful. Well, it, it you can't you can contest it as the project manager, but you can't contest it because it's good. Yeah. And it is equal parts informative mm. and entertaining. Really, what is one of the most entertaining bits of the TED talk? Where she puts her hands over her head and goes, "Magic." <laughs> <laughs> what is the second most entertaining? Uh, the oh. part where she break dances. Wow. Yeah. Is she a good break dancer? She was after the spell that she did. Nice. It was good. So yeah, I used that spell. So that covers the fact that they're not made out of potato chips. True, true. I'm tempted to rule in favor of you. And I have... know the logo's still a little... The logo's very close. What do you propose to do about the logo being so close to this potato chip company? Hmm... I need something, Eros. You know what? Yes? I think that I can help perpetrate this logo design. I think I can go down there. Maybe I'll take a couple of couple of courses. Mm-hmm. I think I can help design a new logo at the end of this week. Who's speaking to me now? It's me. Mark Pringspells the third. I think you're going to have to quickly roll. Okay. So I'm going to try and perpetrate. Yes. I'm afraid to say, with your skills, you'll need more than just that to convince me. I don't believe you, with your lack of any functioning nepotism, will be able to do that. I will give you another chance to prove your case, though. So real quick, just to recap, what's going on here? You're cool with the potato chip part. I'm cool that you're not actually potato potato chip. chip. Cool. I'm going to go, I'm going to call my dad. Oh, okay. And I'm going to talk about some liquidation that we need to do, if that's cool with you. Yes, go for it. Okay, so I'm going to try and liquidate. Okay. Which is a four, five, six, or seven. Nice. That is a five. Okay, this is going to succeed, but what happens? He calls his dad. Yeah. Paces for just a second. And then he looks real smug. Like, so, so smug. And he puts his hand on his hip. He goes, all right. Thanks, dad. Bye. I love you. And then he hangs up. 
Yes. Judge, you're you're fired. I'm sorry. I'm gonna need you to collect your things, pack up. Can I keep my gavel? No, I'm gonna need the gavel actually. My gravel gavel's <laughs> gone off. <laughs> but you get to keep the wig. Like that's pretty. It's a pretty cool wig. The judge skulks off, and when the judge leaves, you realize he was a snail all oh. along. <laughs> But you have succeeded in winning that court case. I'm going to high five arrows. And as we high five, I'm going to cast a super cool lightning bolt, which is another spell. <laughs> me and arrows high five. And me and Bartholomew high five. It's three way high five. Yay. And a lightning bolt comes down. That's... At the exact second that we high five. And we managed to defeat the court case. And invent a new product. And that's the half hour. And that's Business Wizards. Business Wizards. Say it with me, people. Meowza. We're going to do a 360 review. So we're going to return to HQ and make a presentation recounting our quest to the company's chief enchanting officer and their peers. Each wizard gets a turn to describe the key activities of the quest, highlighting their own contributions. While each player presents, the other player gets to speak for the CEO and themselves, providing feedback about the actions of the wizard. So, who wants to speak to the CEO first? I think you should present first. Okay. Hello, CEO. This is uh, Bartholomew. Uh, just to let you know, I was put in charge of a very important mission, well, project, to uh, come up with a new product. Because our standard project, the spring spells, it's a wonderful, very popular, but we didn't want to risk it becoming stale. It's not yet stale, but floating some new ideas would always make that best. So, I came up with, primarily on my own, the... Spalsa Verde, Spal Enhancer Dip. It's been trialed. Uh, we've lost one intern in the process, but intern come, intern go. She interned into a block of ice, unfortunately, but we did succeed. With that, I would like to thank you for this opportunity. I hope that your profits soar through the blinking sky, to be honest with you. And in doing this, I, I had the ability to use two spells. I used just the one spell because I wanted to uh, not unnecessarily use company resources. Okay, very good. How's the outcome? Well, if I may speak frankly, sir, the dip is delicious and it works very efficiently. And my spell, it turns out I can duplicate any workers for you. That's amazing. Can yes. you demonstrate the uh, salsa? Because I, I hired you because I knew what spells you had. Come on. I've got some on me right here. Try it. Okay, hand me a pring spell. He hands you the whole can of the pring spell, so you get to take whatever spell you want out of it. I take teleportation. This pring spell teleportation, I can teleport up to 30 foot away. When enhanced, I'll be out of the building. Look out of your window. Okay. Mm. Okay, so you blink out of view. Yeah. All of them stand up and walk over to the window. Yeah. What do they see? They... This is like the 30th floor. So you can see the people on the bottom. They see me on the floor looking in severe pain because it teleported me in a straight line about a hundred foot away, and then I fell 30 floors. Thankfully, I'm a cat, so it was okay. So I injured my legs, and I'm on the floor just waving and crying. You can see him clapping. You can hear 
from 30 foot below. You gonna come back? There are some tweaks, admittedly. But did you see how far it teleported me? Where did you all the way to the floor? That was amazing. Thank you, sir. Jinglefish. <laughs> see Jinglefish. Are you happy with my progress? I am so happy that I think you... I think you're well overdue for a promotion. I agree. What, are you going to promote me into hospital? Well, you can... You have more sick days. So, yeah, you can you can take that on your own time. I think you are going to be promoted to the head of product development. Yowza, thank you. Oh, and Mrs. Bartholomew thanks you too, I imagine. <laughs> hey, Dad. Yep. How's it going? Very well. I've just been hanging around with uh, Robert, too. Love him. Robert? Who's Robert? Mark. Mark. Did you forget my name again, Dad? Well, you mean... There's three of us. Okay, listen. You mean let's, listen, so it's okay. I forgive you. It's fine. Let me tell you what I did today. I did some real cool stuff. You know all those court cases we've been losing lately? Yes. I totally won those. I beg your pardon. I totally won those. This is not something you should be joking about, son. Nope. Totes won them. First, I got one of our workers from the, the one that made the salsa. She's yeah. dope. I had her up there. Yes. To do a TED Talk. Incredible. She proved that they're not made out of potatoes. So the lawsuit against us for the them being too close to those curly potato chips. Yes. Thrown out. Our spell chips are not made out of potato. No, they're made out of spells and magic. I never knew that. I will forward you that link to that TED Talk. That was so cool. Yes, please you, do. It blew my mind. Is this all to do with that judge you had me fire? Yeah. Snaily little so-and-so. I'm glad he's gone. It was it was pretty, pretty cool. I never trust a man who carries his house with him. He didn't take the gavel with him, so it's it's okay. So long as we kept the gavel and the wig, I'm happy. I'm so glad you're happy, Dad. High five! <laughs> and then I'll make the lightning bolt come down again. <laughs> I'm proud of you, son. And I, li- I like you. Aw, thanks, Dad. Congratulations! I won my dad's approval! You won your dad's approval! So that's Business Wizards. That's great. That's a really fun little game. When I played it, there was three or four of us, and it goes really well when you can be the project manager and have different people interacting with Mm, each other. When it's mm. just... Two people, you feel like as the project manager, you are just doing one thing. You are just narrating the world. Yeah. So as a two-player one, it it works, but it's more like setting up the scene for the other person. It works nicely, but I feel with two-player game, we'll we'll probably get this a lot. Yeah, probably. With two-player RPGs, there's the constant worry, because you don't want to monopolize the time, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to put all the pressure on the other single person. So trying to keep it game appropriate, but keep it as close to 50-50, like time time to play, essentially. Like I find that a challenge because I tend to monopolize. I I have fun making things up, which can accidentally sometimes become like accidentally blocking. Yeah. Which is never the intention, but happens occasionally. So I think that's something, hopefully through doing all of these, I'll simply get better at it. um, You will get better at it. I think when you're doing a two-player game, you're either the person in charge of the scenario or Mm. you're the person playing the scenario. Yeah. This one gives you a nice little 
mix of both, especially since it went back and forth. That was really fun. And it's so simple. Rule-wise, it's I so simple. I would be so interested to try out another of the polymorph system things. Yeah, I think we should. Um, Kobolds It My Baby sounds like it's going to be very silly. Yeah. Is that um, the... Because you know with all these gaming systems, there's usually one game like, this is mm-hmm. the thing it was invented for. Ooh, I'd be interested. Maybe the excellence, because I think that one is the, the densest. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. But I'd, I'd have to look into it. Because I think those will always be, not necessarily the best, but certainly <laughs> worth playing, whichever game mm-hmm. the d- individual system was designed for. Yeah. Like, like, we'll have that. At some point, we'll do Happiest Apocalypse on Earth. Which with which an entirely new game system was designed specifically for that one. So that That's really, really fun. I love that. I think we've had a look at that years ago. Just we played a little of bit of it, and, and it was yeah, really creepy. It was super super creepy. But yeah, thank you for playing that. Uh, do you know what we're playing next? Next, we'll be playing Movie Night. Oh, which is another two player. Okay. We'll we'll talk about that in detail next time. That'll be that'll be in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Stephanie, for being a visit with me. Thank you, Bartholomew, for meowsing so many times. Yeah. If you can guess how many times, or count, how many times meowza was said in that episode, write in. (laughs) Just comment the number. Yeah, that that is all we (laughs) want. Meowza, number. Yeah, meowza, colon, nine. I don't know if it was nine. Oh, it was definitely more than nine. Okay, Meowza, colon, 29. Depends on how many you edit out. None. I might edit in extra ones. (laughs) So do you think you would play Bizzards again? Yes. I would like to play it with more people and when the timer's set for like two hours or something. I'd like to try that. I think really getting lost in the world would be fun. Because we uh, we set it for half an hour for lots of reasons. Like it's a nice taster. If it ended up being rubbish, thankfully it wasn't anywhere near rubbish. But if it did, that's half hour of rubbish rather than an hour Mm -hmm. And also, it is ten past ten at night over here while we're recording, and we have not made dinner yet. We can have snacks. So, how did you like business wizards? I loved that. That was so much fun. It's a nice and simple one, isn't it? It's very simple. Yeah, I feel like the main mechanic was puns, and I really enjoyed that. I think puns <laughs> should be a mechanic in every aspect of life. <laughs> For real, what was your favourite mechanic? My favourite mechanic, which I think I've mentioned a couple of times now, because I absolutely loved it. Firstly, the rotating GM. I really like that. Project manager. It's excellent because, as as you said earlier, it shields you if you get uncomfortable about it because it doesn't matter who the project Mm -hmm. manager is. And also, if you're all into into it, it shares responsibilities so it doesn't rob you of any experience. Because sometimes... As fun as it is playing uh, an RPG or any asymmetrical game, sometimes you're there as the GM going, I wish I could just be one of those players. Mm -hmm. Or as you're a player, just look over that screen and go, I wish I could be controlling all of this. (laughs) So jumping back and forth, I really enjoyed. I think Uh, it takes a lot of the pressure off of new players as well. Yes, definitely. And the dice. The way mm-hmm. dice worked, isn't just having one dice, that, that polymorph, like signature polymorph thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely adored that because I'm not a fan, as you know, of too many rules. Let me just say, I have never worked in an office setting before, but I imagine that's exactly what it's like. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Good to know.
<laughs> so what is the one that we are playing next that's going to be your pick? We are going with Movie Night by 7-7 Studios, written by Peter Frame. So if you want to get hold of your own copy of Movie Night so you can play along with us, oh, that would be fun. We should get that would be so that. fun, like a book club. Yeah, like a book club. Um, where did you find Movie Night to purchase? I found it to purchase. Where do we find most indie RPGs? DriveThroughRPG.com. Yeah. What else is on the list of things to cover in the outro? That's it. Just what's next. And I think the book club thing is a really great idea. Mm. I didn't think about that. No, did I until just then. Thank you for listening to another here. Reach out and let us know how we're doing and suggest an RPG for us to play on future episodes. You can find us online at Another Here Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks. Another Here was devised and performed by Stephanie Chadwick and Gregory Aikman. The theme tune is by Ian Bogert. All additional sounds are from freesound.org. And please remember those free samples of Spells Matter for the customers, not the employees. <laughs>